Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Is this a Crown Royal RC situation? <laughs> no, I don't, that's not that's not my uh, particular flavor there, young man. I don't, I don't do Crown Royal. I'd, I'd like to live past 60, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I'd like to be able to donate some part of my body to something at some point. Sure. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to donate my foot to RC. <laughs> if... If you donate your body after Crown Royal, they give it away in a little purple bag. <laughs> like, oh, this is a Crown Royal heart. <laughs> the government growing babies. Microchips in your anus. All koala bears are racist. The ozone layer owes me money. Martians invented turkey stuff. Bang, 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 skeet, skeet, skeet. Yes, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. Podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that SZA is the sexiest human with a speech impediment on the current planet Earth. There's nobody... With a uh, more beautiful that can't pronounce their R's than SZA. It's it mm. should be embarrassing. We should be sitting around shaming her, but no, she's so goddamn sexy that we just accept whatever bullshit is coming out of her mouth. <laughs> I'm David Bory, and I'm an advocate for speech impediments worldwide. Not on the same side as my cause. I want that known right now. <laughs> why do you always turn on me I'm why, just saying, why don't you just support me inside of these burnt burn bridges i back the lid i back the lid 
I'm for it. Drop those S's. Drop those D's, baby. Sure. You're right. I it's it's me that's making a mistake here. I I'm your I'm your other host, Langston Kerman. We're we're here today. Uh, celebrating speech impediments, I guess, and, and and also fat asses. Speech impediments and fat asses, I think, is is a worthy celebration. To One be of those had. was but, never even under question. Yeah, well, exactly. I I'm glad we can at least agree on the latter. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. So I I I'm very excited today because our our guest today. I don't think he has a speech impediment he might got a fat ass i'm not sure what he's working with i haven't taken enough of a look but he's hilarious he's a he's a a phenomenal comedian a very funny actor you know him best as one of these stars and writers of the show south side which is currently uh it, working on season three coming soon he's hilarious please give it up for our guest mr sutan salahuddin Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> so what's up, everybody? My mama told me I was glad to be here. I'm very happy. And thanks for having me. Hell yeah, man. We're we're very excited you're here. This has been a, a long one in the making. I've known you for a few years now and we haven't had you on. Yeah. So I'm so happy that you're finally doing it. Well, thank you. I'm glad that our schedules uh, collided and allowed us to work together. Because uh, Lexi Kerman here, guys, is equally funny, if not more funny. So this should be Really, really interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be toxic, buddy. Uh, you came to us. You came to us with a conspiracy theory that I, I'll say this off the bat, and Bory, I don't know okay. how you feel about this, but it's not a conspiracy theory that I would necessarily immediately think of as a black conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? Like it's not one that I immediately associate with the black community, which is not a bad thing. I think. Agreed. I think this might open up some conversations that we don't normally get to have on this show. And so I won't, I won't hold my, uh, the listener's breath any longer, but you said my mama told me some strange shit happened in Roswell. Absolutely. Actually it wasn't my, it was my mama's sister. It was oh. my Nuki. Yeah. So this is, let me set the backdrop for you. So we're in Chicago 19, I don't know. I was young. I was at my grandmother's Christmas celebration. It was like Christmas Eve. And for all of you who don't know that we grew up Muslim, so we didn't really celebrate Christmas. So it was a treat in of itself for my mom to take us over there to hang out with my grandmother. Wait, so, so my aunt is over there. For so in that, you are, your aunt does still celebrate Christmas. It's your family specifically yeah. that does not. We're the only family within the whole generation, well, one of two families within the whole generation that settled, that uh, uh, practiced Islam. The rest of our families were like Christians, Catholics, and everything else. So I had a nice melting pot of religions growing up. I got all the information from everywhere. Yeah. Now, the point, yeah, whether it was uh, it stuck or not, that's a different story. But my, my, <laughs> my, my favorite aunt, um, and I'm not going to say one of my many favorite aunts, because I have a lot of favorite aunts. I was very privileged as a child to have a lot of strong female role models. In addition to male role models, I just had it every, like, family-wise, it was plentiful. But this particular aunt, I tended to believe her more. Here's why. One, she was a Chicago police officer. Mm. Her name okay. is Anuki. Yeah, she's passed on. She's a Chicago police officer. So, you know, if you know anything about police, they know stuff that they don't necessarily tell you or share with the public. This, I had to be like, man, I think I was like eight or nine. And I had just got like some kind of gift 
And my uncle just like geeked off the gift. And my aunt, my auntie, she used to uh, have Crown Royal in her cup a lot. She would drink a lot. Oh, I, I like that. I was gonna ask, was she Christmas <laughs> drunk? But but even if she was, even if she was, like she was the good kind of alcohol. You know, the kind where you know they give you kisses and toys and tell you to watch out and wash your ass, shit like that. Not too many kisses. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. They I'm get differentiated. Yeah, not too. Many, you know, they, they, a loving aunt. But here's the deal. Like when we would um when we would go visit with her, she would she would get a little saucy, a little something drink every now and again. And I remember it. As soon as I got the gift in my hand, she comes down to my level, looks me in the eyes, and she goes, 1947, Roswell, it was real, and walks away. Damn. That's what she said to me. Now, this is a cop. Mind you, when she was bending down talking to me, I saw her shiny 38 sitting in her bag. So she had my attention. It wasn't even a question. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I- I don't think you're going to argue with her when uh, when there's nah. a gun sitting there and she's like, yeah, I'm drunk and uh, Roswell was oh, real. <laughs> she was lit. So obviously, so when she told me that, I was just like, all right, whatever. I didn't actually look it up to like maybe seven years later. Like when I got older and started like, and I started looking it up and I started doing research. And I was like, oh my God. So that's where it started for me. And mm-hmm. I've since then like listened to interviews, done research because I find it to be fascinating. There are parts of it that I necessarily, I don't know if I, if I can believe them, but there are parts of it where I'm just like, how do you not at least acknowledge the existence of it? Mm. So, okay. yeah, it's it's a double-edged sword. I I have one first question. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I love on. that. One first question. <laughs> it's are, coming down the pipeline. Everybody's mind. What yeah. is the relation to Roswell, New Mexico, and Chicago PD. I think that's the first thing we need to get to the bottom of here. <laughs> well, coming from who's not a cop, I have no idea. But I will tell you this. Uh, she told me about a lot of things. She told me about, let me tell you this, she told me about the OJ trial while it was going on and when she heard it over the wire before it actually, it had never hit the news. Does that make sense? Mm. So she knew information, specific information about the mutilation of Nicole that never came out to light. And I was able to verify it with another cop. And so, yeah. Okay, oh, that's so, what I'm telling you. So, it, yeah, it's sort of like uh, cops had Facebook before Facebook was a thing. And then they, they could, like, communicate. Thank you very right. Much. Yep. Right, right. Cop, yep. cop and it was just basically, it would go across the wire. And if you're a cop in America, you would hear it. Damn. So she knew about crimes all across the nation. You know, that's, that's terrifying that they... That they're able to talk that closely to each other. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well, you can't find stats on yearly shootings. It's crazy. <laughs> no, not at all. They're nowhere to be found. But we know everything else. So, but that's when I. That's also when I learned that you know there is a big net that's cast when it comes to police departments and how they communicate across the whole nation. I didn't know that then either. She told me that. I was like, "How do you know that? You're in Chicago." She's so. Like, so she tells you this. You are not inclined to argue at the time, I think, is the way that you you said that. Absolutely. She yeah. was are drunk with a gun. No, he couldn't. Oh, was, yeah, no, he's what not. What do you want him to say? She's also, no, Auntie. <laughs> I was also young and I didn't I didn't I didn't understand the gravity of what she was saying. Right. I was just you might she might as well have been saying choo choo trains roll back. Well, that's know. what I was gonna ask you. Is yeah. she's 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 <laughs> drunk, she's drinking mid shelf hard hard liquor. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> mixed with Pepsi, might I add. So Ooh, it is ref- mixed with mid shelf cola. And, and <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, we gotta drop that down. RC. Gonna- Ooh, oh boy, that's, that's bottom low. shelf, baby. That's mid on low. You can't do that. That's we call that a three quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, that's what I remember. But yeah, now so, at the time when she told me she wasn't drunk, she was tipsy. Just okay. to act, she was tipsy. She tells you this. She says, mm-hmm. she says Roswell was real. What do you do you do you feel anything at this point? Are you just like, ah, I've never even heard of Roswell? Or are you like, oh, I know at least what you're kind of referring to? Because you're not a you're not a kid who was born in a time period where Roswell is even in the lexicon necessarily. Exactly. Plus, this is before the internet really blew up. So I was kind of like, get the fuck out of my face. I want to play with these toys. Like that mm-hmm. was I was that young. I didn't really, but it stuck. I don't know why it stuck. But it stuck. And mm. when the maturity caught up with the uh, the curiosity, it was like, first of all, I was wondering, like, why would she tell me that out of all the people here? Why would That's she my question. Why would she, choose, why would she choose that moment where I'm experiencing exhilaration from toys that I've never gotten before? Because, again, we didn't celebrate Christmas, which is yeah. not imagining. I'm just saying. It's it's a it's a it's huge when you don't do it versus somebody who shows up all the time. I just didn't understand the timing of it all. And I'm trying I've always been trying to process in my mind like what was it that she saw and that I was holding that triggered that thought for her to drop down, right, get eye level right. with me and say that. And I'm like, that's that's weird. So, yeah. What was the toy? Do you remember the toy? Like a Teddy Ruxpin or <laughs> Nah, I think it was <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> it was a Cabbage Patch Kid, man. You know, the Black Bottle. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it All was, right. Um, Looked like Jada Kiss. <laughs> no, no, it was, a, <laughs> it was a rapper Cabbage Patch Kid. For that. <laughs> Dungarees on and everything. Oh. Um, I think it was like a fire truck or something that my grandmother mm. gave. She thought I was like four. I don't know what's going on, but, you know, she was, she was much older. Okay. So it was a fire truck or something like that. It was so, an innocent, sweet, here you go, gift. Here, here's the 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 big question I sort of have in relation to this because because when someone says Roswell was real, what right. do you think she was referring to? Or follow up question before you even answer, what do you believe to be real now? Because I think that's what you're suggesting, at least, is that you do believe something real happened there. Break Absolutely. down exactly what is the real that happened in Roswell for Ooh, you and your point, aunt. Good point. Okay, so from my perspective, I think that she didn't share everything with me. I think she just spit that out to start to spark my interest. It's a like Langa. for your own yeah, shit. Yeah, for down yes. the line so I can have a breakdown and try to figure all this out. That's what she was really doing. She was fucking with my mind. And then <laughs> after that, like I, I, so once I did the research and I started, and mind you, this is research over 10, 15 years. I didn't just sit down one day and go through it. I would go to it, check it out, leave not mess with it for a while, hear something mm-hmm. that would remind me of it. So it was a it was a series over years. But it was this one thing. It was this guy named Gerald Anderson. Now, mm. this guy was interviewed. Yeah, Gerald Anderson. He was interviewed September 24th, 1991. I remember that day because I remember it was lo-fi. It was low volume. But before the video came on, I think you might be able to still find it on YouTube. Before the video came on, there was another guy introducing him and was like, all right, he's went through a polygraph test and we have found no inclination of him lying about anything. So they, they, the setup was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. if you was going to fool somebody, they did a great job. And they did it back in 1982 or something like that. But this guy talks about how he 
was there, how his family had just moved to New Mexico in that in July. And when they were out and about, that's when the crash happened and him and his brother and his dad. And I think it was just the three. It might be one other person. I don't remember, but they basically walked up on the aircraft. Dude was talking about how he touched the aircraft and how it was really cold just in the area where they were, but everywhere else was like 90 degrees. He talked about the color of the aliens that he saw. He described their heads. Now, I was watching his body language, even though he just did the um, polygraph test. I was just watching his body language to see if I could pick up on anything. That's like, oh, that's some bullshit. Yo, I didn't pick up anything. And the way that he was describing the events, it was it was as if they were real and he was pulling them from memory versus making them up. So mm. that put me in the direction like, yo, this... There may be more to it than, than there is. And then the other thing, when I went further research, did a little bit further research, around the time when it happened, shortly thereafter, the military was like, oh, it was a balloon. And then almost every paper in America reprinted another story saying, oh, it was just a balloon. It was, don't worry about it. So for me, when there's smoke, there's fire. Like, why would all the papers do that at the same time? Why would this guy make this up? Why would yeah. they make a TV show based off of it? Shortly thereafter, Area 51 was developed. After that, you had, like, I think it was one, two, three, four new elements added to the periodic chart. Since wait, that's happened, wait, 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 elements come from? wait. Some people say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just giving you math, yo. No, I know. 113, 115, 117, 118. Those are the elements. Tell the me the science, baby. What are the words? Whoa. What? We got four new medals after this yeah. shit dropped? Dude, in 2016. That's when they were added to the periodic chain, the chart. And you're saying that that is metals from the spacecraft. I'm not saying that specifically. But what I am saying is they're metals that aren't from this planet. Okay. And they're, and they're newly discovered is what has been reported. They're newly discovered metals that may not be from this planet. And I'm going to say maybe because some people say they are. Some people like, oh, I invented it. You ain't invented that shit. There's no way. So, but there are four new elements that are added to the periodic chart. And that's been around before both of us was born and then two other people is what I'm saying. It's like, how do we have some new elements? We just now discovered right. the elements. Mm. Mm. Okay. So those are the kind of things that, and then I have a friend who used to be in the Marines and I had a cousin who was in the Navy. And this is, so I'm going to share something with you that my cousin told me from the Navy. I'm going to leave his name because I don't think he's past his time before he can start talking about shit. I think it's like, 10 to 20 years before you can talk about your yeah, experience. Yeah, don't get a man dishonorably discharged for this dumbass podcast. But he's already gone. <laughs> he's already out. He's probably got like, oh, we going in. Oh, I thought we was going down. Um, but he told me, he told me that when they were out at sea on their naval ships, they would see aliens go in the ocean. Uh, let me rephrase. They would see ships, unidentified flying objects, go in and out of the ocean all the time while they were out mm. there. Now, that's what he told me verbatim. Oh, yeah. Behold a pale horse. Yeah, that's one of the... the uh oh the, uh oh Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I like the that's way you said it. a summer school book. <laughs> Behold a pale horse. You never you never heard of that book? Like, he doesn't no. know, bro. He doesn't know. Oh, you should I don't read know, that. bro. Hey, like, <laughs> you should read it. You should read it. Just for... Yeah, just for jokes. I mean, you should read that. Oh, that's no. Amazing. I'm out here. Yeah. Not, I'm I'm unread? Oh, shit. I'm, I'm <laughs> illiterate. God damn. Stimulate your mind. That's <laughs> the poetry major. <laughs> but that is one of the things that, that I think the government has sort of like been very tricky about over the course of like 
all of these alien sightings, whatever the fuck it is, is that they are very specific to use the phrase UFO. And they say UFO meaning unidentified flying objects, which we have associated with aliens. But for for government officials, for the military, for whoever is, quote unquote, in charge, when they say that, they at least suggest that that's not always what they mean, that it merely could be an object that they have not yet associated with a country or a another power Absolutely. or whatever the fuck. It well, is. how often Absolutely. how often does that happen? Air, air, airspace is regulated, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. highly regulated. Yeah, yeah, you don't just get to fly a plane without. Yeah, somebody I can't knowing just you're doing get it. on my plane right. and like, oh, we didn't know that's unidentified. <laughs> yeah, oh, David's yeah. just going to Bolivia or whatever I do. That's right. I have you guys ever seen one? That's my question too. Have any of you guys ever seen a UFO? I I have not. I want to say I have. Let me, let, let me explain the circumstances. Uh, when I was in Kentucky, I was sitting on the back porch. It was me and my dog, Onyx. That's, uh, it was a lab and golden retriever mix, favorite dog in the world. Sitting back there. And this was, it was, I would say it was like 1130 at night. And I was just sitting, for whatever reason, it would have been a long day. I was, whatever the hell I was doing, I was sitting on the back deck. It went the, uh, the full length of the house. And I just happened to be looking back into the trees. And then I noticed in the top right of the sky, there was a light. And then that light went straight down. Like, I don't know, man. It was like, it was, it was so fast. And then it made a 90 degree, degree angle and went west in the sky. And then it mm. disappeared. That's all I saw. So I can't say, hey, that was an alien driving drunk or that was a military practice system. I don't know. But I know I saw unusual lights in the sky that went from the top of the, the zenith of the sky, down to the horizon, and then west. And I would say it did it for at least, oh, I don't know. Uh, it, it happened in like five seconds. And and when this happened, what were the feelings? Were you scared? Were you were you like, I got to call somebody? I got to make this known that what I saw? Yeah, it was the total opposite. Like I said, I, like, I, I couldn't believe that I saw it myself. And then I was like, oh, I should go tell somebody. And I thought about it. I was like, anybody going to believe me? And yeah. I just sat there and just mm. enjoyed the rest of the evening. Fucking I didn't even assaulted. like, because what, yeah, what can I do? Like, it's a thousand miles away. I just saw it. If nobody else is out here with me, it's just me and the dog. It's a wrap. A so. reasonable black man. I get that. Yeah, you know <laughs> it. <laughs> you got to make a choice. You got to believe me. Yeah, no. No, no. You can't be a cra- crazy nigga in a police station. You got to just. Young about 93 yeah. angles. <laughs> drunk aliens. <laughs> No, no, they got. They, I was like, yeah, this might be a step too far. That's my dog. Myself. He was there. And it's like, all right, all right, big man. You're gonna go to the drunk tank for the evening. I'm not. I'm not gonna play this game with you. And you're not even drunk. <laughs> all right. Let Let me ask you this this last question before we go to break. So you are definitively on the side of believing that this was alien activity, specifically in Roswell, and not just the the military sort of blanket UFO conversation. I, you know what? I'm going to have to lean towards uh, proofs in the pudding, man, because from all the accounts that I've studied, the military showed up after the crash happened. Mm-hmm. They weren't there. They weren't there like flying planes and trying new experiments. This crash, from what I understand, that, that saucer hit a mountain went through, not through it, but scraped it and then got lodged into another building. And there was debris everywhere. Like you couldn't hide it. 
mm-hmm. and people were walking up, picking up stuff. There, from what I understand, there were uh, alien bodies laying on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. So I wasn't there. I can't say for fact, but yo, it, it's I, the military. Would, that's not a project that the military would do, and they don't do their projects like that out in the open. They're closed. They're, they're, they're secret. They're not just, hey, everybody, go for it. No. So they were, that was damage control, and they were trying to clean up that mess. And the guy in the video said that the military made them leave and go up the ridge when they were trying to go back down. And he said as soon as he got to the top, he saw C-19s, he saw all kind of Hummers and Humvees, and he's like, he didn't even hear them. When they showed up, but they just happened to be there. So wow. I, you know, I, yeah, they, yeah, the military's everywhere. You know that. But I'm just saying, like, I don't believe that that was anything that the military was doing. I think they were responding to something because they do have people like that in the military, from what I, my cousin told me. Bori, where are you at with it? You, you, what you buying into so Oh, far? I've been on it the whole time. I, aliens, baby. Great boys. <laughs> Ow. I think I agree. <laughs> Possibly drunk, RC and Crown. Yeah. Let's go check out what yeah. they're doing down there. You know, you're drunk, it's hard to fly. It's been, I, I, I don't believe the government in anything. I think they're all lying the whole time. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable approach. I'm not always convinced that it's specifically aliens in every scenario, but I definitely right. think that we're being lied to uh, 99.9% of the time. Space is vast, and it's black as hell, and it's someone... Who is vast and black as hell? I understand <laughs> that that can be complicated, and it can contain platitudes. So of course, I think I believe it's in alien. Infinite. I'm with I'm all I'm with all that all that. I, I think it'd be foolish of us to assume that we are the only intelligent species within the universe. I mean, if we look Crazy. on our own planet, you know, there cats, dogs, fish, birds, elephants, they're, those are all different species. Elephants hold grudges. So, like, the proof is right in front of us that we're not the only species in the in the universe. What else is out there? Don't, so, you know. don't eat me up. That's Dr. Mabas share DNA with no one. <laughs> you know that. That's, that's the offense. Oh, don't get me started on dolphins and their ability to communicate. I mean, where's that come from? Yeah. Damn. We didn't teach them to talk. Damn, I, I feel like I need to list an animal right now just to be able to keep up with y'all. Uh, platypus, what's going on there? Laying eggs and a mammal? What? That's crazy. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Sutan Salahuddin and more My Mama Told Me. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we are back. Yeah, we're back here with more Sutan Salahuddin. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that Roswell is the the true landing of some real alien crashes. That's that or an mm. alien crash that led to all kinds of chaos and and speculation and conspiracy born from that crash. Let me ask you this. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that, uh, I guess, the, the conspiracies that you've heard or sort of like the conspiracy mm-hmm. that that was born from it is something that you're proud to attach to? Because some of what I, I think people worry about with Roswell is that it, it turned into almost this cultish thing where people are like, Aliens are real and they're showing up in hats Absolutely. and sort of uh, costumes and shit like that. Is that yeah. where you're bought in? Are you are you down to go visit and clown with those people? Or are you more like, no, I'm I'm watching from afar type energy? Yeah, I think that's some silly ass shit to do to go get dressed up like a clown, uh, uh, alien and go hang out where you think they used to be. Like, I'm not yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah. I'm more into, first of all, I'm more about being made aware of stuff like I, I don't necessarily have to hear something and ascribe to it and make it part of my dna i can hear something it goes one ear i can process and they keep going without having a belief attached to it but as far as this particular one goes i just know that after roswell happened area 51 was created mm-hmm. and that for me is a big telltale like why do you need to create a whole area that nobody can go to and you and there have been documented uh, extraterrestrial activities above and around that area mm-hmm. so for me proof's in the pudding like i'm not going to sit here and say hey that's not real and it doesn't exist because i can only go by what i know but i'm not stupid and i know how to put two and two together and uh, where there's smoke there's fire so mm. um i would in other words i can't prove that there are aliens there or that Roswell literally happened. I have no way to prove that physically to anybody and make them believe it. But at the same time, I would not be shocked. I just wouldn't be shocked if it was all true. I wouldn't. Mm. There's too much DNA for me to be like, oh, that's bullshit. I feel it. 
I, I yeah. will say that that those reports that came out, what was it like two, three years ago where the, mm-hmm. the U.S. government finally like admitted that mm-hmm. for years these yep. these unidentified flying objects exactly have in that fact gives... been been very present in our skies mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. not quite figured out what the fuck is happening does give me some mm-hmm. assurance that something weird is happening throughout time, right? That this isn't just like an isolated incident. It truly is like over the course of decades, generations, we're seeing this shit. I mean, I've even seen some some alien depictions in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so if you you know how to... So yeah, exactly. It always comes back to to Egypt. So if you know how to read... (laughs) Those (laughs) goddamn Egyptians. (laughs) You know they be starting shit all over the world. But anyway, if you if you if you're able to, because my mom took us to like, oh my god, I went to every museum in Chicago as a kid, and the Museum of Natural History has a amazing section on Egypt as well as hieroglyphs, and they do a whole program about that. And I've studied a little bit of the symbols. You know, they don't use words; they use signs and symbols. If you go back and look at some of the hieroglyphs, there are clear pictures of flying saucers, beings with cone-shaped heads alien looking beings like it's, it's all throughout there so if you don't know what to look for you don't know what you're looking at but if you do it's it's like clear so mm. my question then goes why is that in egyptian hieroglyphs before i even existed and we're still talking about today is there a connection there i don't know i think a fool would be like well that, that's just a coincidence but is it damn if you can read hieroglyphs you got to change your name to, to indianapolis jones <laughs> yeah. and, omar uh, <laughs> osiris isis <laughs> <laughs> I can read one glyph, and that's I'm thirsty. It's dry out this motherfucker. Y'all ain't got no water out either. What the fuck? Where's the water? That's the only higher glyph I'm. <laughs> uh, Donde esta el baño in hieroglyphs? <laughs> Is this a bunch of signs? Shit. Oh, it's that way. <laughs> so yeah. So let's jump into this research because because there's a little yeah. there's quite a bit to unpack here so summer of yes. 1947 as you mentioned this mm-hmm. rancher ww brazil brazil yep. I, I think it's already yep. what's the brazilian doing in new mexico <laughs> <laughs> you making already. sandwiches already <laughs> you're already you're already skeptical so he is the original person cited for having found the yep. wreckage of this yep. very on his very sizable property, Lincoln County, yes. New Mexico, approximately right. 75 miles north of Roswell is what they said. That's also, right. 75 years ago, pretty much now, do the math. Whoa. Okay. Now we got to do one of them YouTube videos where we break down <laughs> numbers for some reason. I love this. Wu-Tang, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the God only shines so bright, son. You know I mean, I'm sorry. I call I'm... you son because you shine like one. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went off. No, Go this ahead. is exactly saying. what the YouTube video needs to be. It's like you're almost making a point, and then it gets interrupted by, I guess, a thoughtful phrase. I don't my know. <laughs> when well, you was talking about Mav, and I was thinking about ODB and the gods. And, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So one of the things that's worth noting is that that summer in particular, 1947, the summer of 1947, there was a massive influx all across the country, not just in New Mexico, of UFO sightings and was really the start of the language around uh, what we now know to be, quote unquote, flying saucers. That before that, that word, that phrase did not exist 
but they found all these different sightings or at least mm-hmm. reported all these different sightings in places like New York, in Spokane, Washington, in somewhere mm-hmm. else in Washington that's name is is uh, missing me right now. The state or, or D.C.? There was also one in D.C. Yeah, and, it was over the over the White House for a couple of days. Yeah, and it couple became days. such a big deal that, yeah, in, fact, in fact, Eisenhower, uh, Eisenhower missing for a couple of days, too. Yeah. yeah, had to make a statement where he said, I spoke to someone in yep. the Air Force, like a high up in the Air Force, who assured me we are not being visited by aliens from outer space. Right. And that's interesting because he also went missing for like two to three days. When that when that encounter happened, whoa, he went miss. I didn't hear that part. Look it up. Eisenhower went missing for like two to three days. They did, they couldn't find him. The now reports I will say, not much. Eisenhower we also. He, Do we think he's a plant? <laughs> <laughs> if he is, we know. I mean, it's too late now. I'm but, saying. But. I will. I will also say that Eisenhower lived his life on the down low and very well could have disappeared on some. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on just a little bit of a rendezvous with, with, you know. Is that facts? Is he's like on some Hoover shit? Uh, I believe so. And maybe I'm spreading uh, yeah. misinformation, but but <laughs> I'm also it's willing okay to do are. that. There's no president that I'm willing to protect uh, without uh, spreading some misinformation. Hey, but I'm, I'm almost positive that Eisenhower was known yeah. as somebody who was like secretly canoodling. Yeah, he was from, okay, so I'm going to jump down a, a rabbit hole where I don't have the references, just some things that I heard. Please. So like as it relates it. to this, what I understand, from what I understand is like Dwight D. Eisenhower went and met with aliens. He met with them for a couple of days and oh, then damn. he's returned. Then he's returned talking about he had to go do a dental appointment, but he was gone for a couple of days. And the story goes is that he met the leader of some kind of federation. And as the result of that, he made a deal with them to exchange technology for human beings. Oh, mm. and now we got microwaves. So if people <laughs> and cell phones and commuters <laughs> and all that other shit. So that's so you, you got to think, how do we go from the 1950s to 2022 and exponentially increase our technology? Like, ain't nobody that smart, y'all. We're not, uh, that, we're not that smart. I think we're not that smart, that y'all. We're not that smart. I'm just saying we're not that smart. Damn. So. As a result of that, have you guys ever heard of Missing 411? No. Oh, okay. What's that got to do with the Malaysia airline? What what are we talking about? No. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, let's tie it all together. No. Okay, it's this guy by the name of David Politis, and he's an ex-cop from L.A. But what he does is he specializes in finding missing people. But they have to have these very particular circumstances for them to miss. In other words, they have to go to... Like a national park, they have to be with a group of people. They have to disappear. He he has books and he has a movie and all this stuff. So he's found out that a lot of people are coming up missing in national parks. Hence the connection between Eisenhower and the missing individuals on our planet. Whoa. So I don't know. I, so, so yeah, like you, he was like, you could have some of us, but you got to get them out of Yellowstone. Yeah, he's like, we got to do this on. On federal <laughs> ground, not yeah, just like, uh, right. somebody's private property. Like you can't just go to Detroit and grab. Yeah, right. That's not cool. <laughs> They're not bro. gonna want to go with you anyway. They <laughs> no, really, they ain't going. They you ain't don't going. want that DNA. <laughs> but if you don't get, experiment on them, if you get some dumbass gazing up at the night sky <laughs> at the Grand Canyon, go crazy. Yeah, go. That's what you. Yeah, got. you catch all of them. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I I I've read some military documents before. They were hard for me to decipher. I will admit. 
So I didn't go all the way through them, so I can't report anything on them. But I do know that there, there is some documentation out there somewhere that talks about this specifically, about him missing and the things that he did or allegedly did. When he, and then that also made, from what I understand, that also made the powers that be in the military really focus on devolution and continuity of government because they were like, to your very question, how do we know that's the guy that left? And how do we don't know he's coming back with a plan mm. to do something? Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. that was another thing that came out of that. It was a lot of things that came out of it. So you spoke to this earlier, and I do think this is sort of like the inciting incident that makes Roswell and, and everything that transpired there so tricky is that when the initial findings happened, when like mm-hmm. they found all this shit, debris in my boy's yard. Yeah. He comes forward. He gives it to the police. The police don't know what it is. So then they give it to the military. And then the military, the first day goes, this is some weird flying saucer thing we've never seen before. Like the military mm-hmm. goes on record. Wait, they said it was that before yeah. they said it was the balloon. That's yeah. right. So the first okay. day they go, this is unidentified. We ain't never seen yep. this before. And they literally yep. use the language of flying disc slash flying saucer. Now, get that call from Ike. Exactly. They, that, that gets a lot of attention immediately. Right off the rim. And then your boy Ike exactly calls. And, and we don't know for sure that he calls, but perhaps he calls. Uh, between he getting call. Between getting his booty ate, he calls and he says. <laughs> That's conjecture. We don't know. If he, likes to <laughs> get it. he might have liked but, to eat. I don't know. He's good. So he calls. <laughs> And then the next day, following the second day, the military Mm. comes forward and says, actually, we were mistaken. That language is incorrect. The the what was found was a military uh, weather weather balloon balloon that that we were just using for testing weather in this area. It's nothing to worry about. And they even go so far as to put a picture of one Mm -hmm. of the officers in the newspaper holding what looks like the the basic parts of the balloon to show that, like, oh, this is the dude that was working on it. This is why you're finding the things that you're finding. <laughs> Meanwhile, in a five-mile radius, you have all kind of metals and parts and aliens that you've never seen. So, yeah, that's that, that, that action right there, for me, the cover-up, that's what makes me go, oh, wait a minute. Why do you feel the need to cover all that up? And then, again, it was in every paper across the nation, mm-hmm. like at once. Oh, that was a weather balloon. So it kind of killed it. Yeah. And one right, of the things that they did that was especially sort of like damning to to whatever their plans were, was that they mm-hmm. made the mistake of even in one of the newspapers saying specifically, we captured a flying saucer. Even though what they technically did was recover debris from another person who gave it to another person. But in Mm -hmm. sort of like this poor articulation of the thing, they basically said, we found aliens. Right. Basically. Basically. And then there is the whole element of like, now, I don't know if you saw this in your research, but uh, from, from what I remember, there were four alien beings that were outside the craft. Two were dead. One was moaning around like he got shot with a 12-gauge and the other one was just sitting. <laughs> yes, stupid. The other one was just sitting there like, oh my God, I can't believe this 
Tapping. He's like, I'm and so then, drunk. From what I understand, <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, don't drink space dust, yeah. guys. I don't know what to tell you. My girl's Fuck gonna me. kill me. I shouldn't have been drinking Crown and RC <laughs> driving around. I just got this whip. I was trying to show those guys. My, I was trying to show my friends. I just got this whip. Yo, it's the latest show. <laughs> yeah, we were just going to take it around the block. He's like, I got spinners on this motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, y'all trying to see something cool? Watch this. <laughs> Right. He was in there like, hey, hey, hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet you can't whip this motherfucker. Watch him, watch him. <laughs> whip it then, Frank. Whip it then, Frank. <laughs> Go crazy, Frank. <laughs> but <laughs> his name is Frank. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Out of all the names in all the world. They're not better than us. They got the same names as us. No, I love that. I love that his name is... <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, from what I understand, the military took Frank alive. Mm. And and that's and that's how Area 51 was created. And also, there's a level to the uh, military that's called Above Majestic. It mm -hmm. was established shortly after Roswell because Majestic is the highest level of brass in the military. Above majestic means, yo, you know, you got to have all kinds of shit to get to any of that information. It's so classified that the president of the United States cannot access. Yeah. It, so you're telling me Biden is majestic at best. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know that I believe Biden's majestic. I don't know. I saw him fall down. I think Biden's like superlative. He fell majestically. He's clunky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Jesse probably looks a little, a little sexier than that. But I just, you know, it, Biden's like meets expectations. You know what I mean? Whatever that <laughs> that level of clearance is for four. Yeah, it's like truly he has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> they're like cautious to tell him we have 50 state states still he's like I, he's not even 100 percent certain that that's the thing so so before we go to break because i do think that this will be a great lead-in for us to to keep the conversation going one of the things that this does is it starts all the conspiracy theory speculation conjecture that follows right once once they make this mistake and then try to retract that mistake by calling it yeah. a weather balloon but then Absolutely. in 1994, after years and years of all kinds of speculation, all kinds of different conspiracy theories that are being born, the military eventually, the government eventually admits that they were lying about the weather balloon the entire time. They come forward and they put mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. a document where they explicitly say, we wasn't telling mm -hmm. the truth. It was not a weather balloon. That picture was fraudulent. What it was is what they claim them. is spyware, spy <laughs> materials that they were using to, to keep track of Russia and testing in the Roswell area at the time of the incident. So let me get this straight. You got to go to the bottom of the nation and Russia's the total opposite direction. Mm -hmm. I ain't buying that one. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Also, yeah, balloons is the worst technology for the air. <laughs> it's not great. Are you kidding? Air technology. Like, notorious, notoriously terrible air, air like technology. Balloons. <laughs> notoriously, we had jets. Yeah, you, you can't control where out? you're going. <laughs> yeah, you were gonna float balloons to Russia. That sounds made up as hell. It seems very weird as the choice. And then if you have weather balloons. 
Aren't the balloons supposed to control the weather and not fall? Like, what's going on? What are I, we doing? I think they're implying <laughs> that the weather balloons were more for tracking and, and sort of research of weather. Why they would do it in a desert where there really isn't weather. Yeah, it's going to be hot tomorrow. We know what's happening <laughs> in the desert. That's not even... It's going to be 90. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You need a balloon? <laughs> You got to have the weather balloons. Otherwise, you'll simply Uh, never know what temperature it'll be outside in a desert. I just, yeah, I just, again, to your point, um, like I said, it's just too many inconsistencies and too much backtracking for me to be like, oh, okay, I believe you now. Oh, no, that was it. Oh, I believe you now. Okay, whatever you tell me, like. And that is the the scary part with the game that they're playing, right? Because at any point. And and I, if I was to give the government any grace, which I don't know that they deserve, but if I were at any mm-hmm. point, if I did buy into your story, you are then proving that you are willing to falsify stories and then also yep. change stories over the course of generations. So not only are you lying to people who actually are invested in your shit, but you're giving all the leeway for everybody yep. else who's like, yo, I never believed you in the first place. Yep. Yep. Oh, and, and my last point about Frank is they took him created area 51 and that's where he lives to this day is what that's mm. why you have all those people out there in uh nevada up at area 51 because they think oh, we want to get in there and meet frank you know obviously frank is the alien that we're talking about yeah. but that's 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 why they have such a following that's why there's so many people up there outside of everything that they see but that's how the story goes one survived and now that one is helping them discover all kinds of shit. And see, I that's where I call bullshit, I'll be honest with you, is because uh, mm-hmm. I think that if we did catch an alien and we did keep that alien, that motherfucker died pretty quickly. I don't see a world where you it's don't like, know. It's like you don't the know fucking. I don't know about that, Langston. It's like the fucking killer whales in SeaWorld. Nah. They ain't gonna live to their natural end date. Oh, they are not <laughs> from I'll, here. But I'll give you I'll give you one better to show you the government would do that. The Tuskegee experiments. You let those motherfuckers uh-huh. die off of syphilis. Uh-huh. That's what I'm uh-huh. saying. We're not going to just but, let him live off of vegetables. We're going to poke some shit into him and he's going to die. Right. Well, I, they may keep him alive to get information from him. See, that's the other thing. The military is very smart. They're not going to just like, all right, this motherfucker's not six foot five and can duck. Kill him. No, they're going to be like, yo, what talents do you have? How do we learn how to communicate? I feel like they would go, that's just me. That's, that's how I think. But you could be right as hell, but I think like, nah, they kept that motherfucker alive and did some mathematical formulas and learned how to re-engineer some shit, all kind of stuff. Like that's that's like if you had an enemy who was a commander of a legion, you wouldn't kill him right away. You get as much information as you could from him before mm. you dispose of that body. Mm. From a military perspective, we have no idea about alien life expectancies. We have no idea on what yeah. he takes for sustenance. Maybe he <laughs> wasn't even that hurt. Him. Maybe he wasn't even that hurt. These cats can live. No, man. I think. What if he lives seven hundred years? I yeah, truly this might think. Be a blip. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's like Tilikum, y'all. I think. I think Tilikum <laughs> could have lived to to a hundred, but Tilikum's only gonna live to twelve because you you put him in that little tank. You know what his I mean? Dorsals all, his dorsal's all. Yeah, he's <laughs> Yeah, we, they really Tilikum the alien in my mind, but <laughs> they, And you know what? Like, here's the beauty of it. You. You could probably be 100% accurate. That's the beauty with all these conspiracies. Like, they, no one can say for sure what's what. You could have your speculations, but as much as I can say, yo, he's still alive, that motherfucker could have been dead five minutes after they saw his ass. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean. 
it's a it's a scary game we're playing but but you know what Absolutely. we're gonna keep playing this game we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with more Sutan Salahuddin and more my mama told me Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we are back! Yeah, we're back here with more <laughs> Sutan Salahuddin. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that there's aliens, one specifically named Frank, that was captured in the Roswell yes. incident. And he's, he's I guess, uh, got a, a twisted up dorsal, but he's still alive, according to, to Bori and Sutan. We'll, we'll, we're not sure. We're, it's he's not currently clear. alive in, in Nevada. He's, he's in, he has a Nevada address. Yeah, <laughs> He's got a Nevada address. <laughs> So to the the original point, not the original point, but the point that we left off on of the the military claiming that these were this was spy materials that were mm-hmm. happening or that they were using that ultimately got knocked down. And then this is what right. everybody was conflating or confusing rather with the the alien materials, the UFO materials. One of the things that experts, a lot of experts have come forward and said that it's actually a very stupid argument on the part of the military. One of the things Mm. that they've said proves that this is a sort of dumb position to take is the fact that at the time near Roswell, they were actually testing the nuclear bombs. 
that this was like the location for where they were doing a lot of the test sites for nuclear bombs. It was the test site for a lot of the things that they were using for like military equipment. And so Mm -hmm. them at one point signing off as uh, saying that this was alien or UFO meant that they were going to be drawing attention to an area that they wouldn't obviously want any attention drawn to. If you're testing bombs, you don't want people coming by and trying to take a peek. And so for you to be like, yeah, it might have been aliens as an excuse to distract away from the actual thing, which is spyware, then you're only Mm -hmm. making more attention, not getting rid of it. Right. Right. It doesn't make sense. It's it's, it's a stupid argument. You're absolutely correct. I think um, one of the things that I remember reading and hearing about is the fact that when the alien from now, this is going to kind of contradict the whole argument of they've been around since Egypt, mm-hmm. but that's a totally different argument. This argument is <laughs> <laughs> you like how I put that? Yeah, I love I love totally it. That's a whole other thing. That's a, that's the whole other. From what I understand, and, and the fact that once we started do, as a as a as a planet, once we started testing nuclear weapons, the alien activity increased on our planet because they were like what the fuck are you guys doing down there mm. how did you learn how to split the atom so that's one of the things so when you brought that up i was like "Ooh, that, that lines up with something else that i read so i just want to throw that mm. and i will say that i've seen a few alien documentaries that have talked a little bit about sort of like what the potential motive of aliens coming to visit the planet might be and one of the things that they yeah. specifically point to is saying that there are two options. One, they're either coming here to beat our ass and take our shit, which, you know, I yeah. think Stephen Hawking has come forward and even said that uh, back yeah, when that's, that's when yeah. Yeah, that, back when he was skateboarding. Yeah, he, he, he sort of like did a wheelie into a room and was like, hey, y'all, uh, <laughs> hey, by the way, if aliens do ever come to the planet, they're only coming here for divisive reasons or to yep. like take resources. That was his yep. belief. Now, the other argument, the other suggestion is that they might be coming here to provide us with technology that would free us of our own sort of like self-destruction, that like we as humans are going to destroy the planet, which we all know to be true. And so the aliens, in theory, are seeing us do it, i.e. looking at these nuclear bombs Mm -hmm. going off, and they are going to introduce technology that would be less destructive and or anti-destructive to everything that we've built. Mm-hmm. I've heard that as well, and uh, no signs of that of have I seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're saying it's, it doesn't seem to be working? These alien? Of course visits? not. They gave us iPhones. We're going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going crazy. The aliens are like, "Yep, he told you." Yeah. Frank, look, here's X videos. Maybe you won't kill each other. Yeah, it's it doesn't. <laughs> well, up, I don't know what you what you do. <laughs> I don't know what your preference. Yeah, is. Not, yeah. My comment on what you were saying was like, it, I mean, there's a I forgot the name of this famous philosopher, but he says the universe is it's not stranger than we know. It's stranger than we can know, mm. if that makes sense. In other words, your mind doesn't have the ability to comprehend how strange the universe is. And that for me was just like, whoa, you're right. Because if you think about your day-to-day activities, oh, I got to go here, make this meeting, got to drop this off, I got to come back. You're not even thinking about what's going on two galaxies away. Mm. So my point is like, he's got a point. I, I, it's, you just can't, 
I can't absolutely say, excuse me, absolutely say that anything is 100% for certain unless I'm touching it, seeing it, or feeling it. Other than that, man, like, I can't say it's not. I just, I, 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 I would feel foolish to be like, oh, that ain't true. And my knowledge is limited. So mm. that's how I approach the world. Not necessarily believing everything, but I'm open to the idea of it's possible that it's true. Would it, would it change your mind that that philosopher was Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey said that. Uh, no, Say I'm what? <laughs> I'm joking. No, it's not. I, know, I know it's not him. <laughs> it was the astrophysicist who said it. So I was like, oh, you found that? Uh, I don't think. No, I, I, I did find it. It's Hal Dane. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Oh, his name is Hal Dane? Yeah, he was a JBS Hal Dane. He was a Marxist. He, is, he, was, from, he was from the UK. Hell yeah. I love that. Again, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love that last edition. He was from the UK, so, you know. <laughs> so, you know. Whatever that write. does for you. <laughs> but, yeah. So, one of the last pieces of conspiracy that I had never heard before, and I'm, I'm curious okay. to hear both of your thoughts on this. Some claim that the crashing flying vehicle that was, that what crashed, rather, was neither extraterrestrial or U.S. spies. That, in fact... It was an unconventional plan induced by Joseph Stalin to create widespread American panic across like the nation that basically Stalin figured that it was an easy strategy to pretend to have this alien crash that they they claim had children in the aircraft. And those small people that came out were, in fact, just kids. The kids come out. They look alien. People will see it. It will create panic and subsequently tear America apart without having to necessarily shoot a gun at, you know, obviously one of the more dangerous countries in the world. That's worse than a weather balloon. Yeah. Oh, you think that's a worse <laughs> argument? <laughs> that shit sounds, that sounds like trash. Beep. Like, <laughs> why would you? Why would he? Yeah, yeah, that don't, that don't even. That's yeah. That sounds like somebody's like they're not buying a weather balloon. Let's throw Stalin at him. No, I. Nah, son, that yeah, don't I'm make not, sense. I'm not buying. That, you're, you're neither of you are digging this. Nah, this, nothing. nah. That that that. He had his hands like full over there. Oh, sure. He had yeah. a lot of people to kill. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot <laughs> exactly, going on. Exactly, dog. He got time. <laughs> yeah, you think you like, bro? No, it's, nah, it's, dog. Nah, that don't even. Nah. Whoever wrote that, delete it. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let them know in the comments. Uh, I'll, I'll write down, hey, nah, the boys son. didn't like it very much. You might want to <laughs> you might want to cross this one off of the page. <laughs> you got to use a different dictator because that ain't going. So one of the other pieces of information that I, I didn't know, and you were talking about hieroglyphics a little bit earlier, but there are also suggestions that the son of the intelligence offer, officer who first reported seeing the high or first reported obtaining rather the debris that came from the crash. Uh, the son claims that there were hieroglyphic like writings on the craft, on the pieces of metal that came back to their home, which may have been in fact Russian, but because the boy was 11 at the time, any other language just seemed alien to him. So this is, again, not, I'm not proving it, but this is what he claims, right, is no. that there were hieroglyphic-like writings, and some people speculate that it could be Russian writing or some sort of foreign writing that he didn't understand because he was a big old dum-dum who hadn't uh, finished his brain yet. It was Egyptian Russians. Yeah, Egyptian Russians, I think I read <laughs> about. Yep. I didn't even know you could <laughs> I do mean, that. I mean, <laughs> I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised 
I just, I, there's, we, okay, so I do a lot of research, do a lot of reading on things that I'm sure most people don't give two shits about, but that's, that's cool. That's, that's whatever. But I have seen over and over again that there is some connection between extraterrestrial activity and Egyptians. Mm. I don't, I don't specifically know that story or the history of that story, but I will say that I'm not be surprised if the symbols and signs that are in Egypt would show up on a spacecraft somewhere that is not from this planet. I would not be surprised by that at all. Damn. Bori, where you at with it? I think he was a little idiot. <laughs> I think he was, uh, I think he was a small dullard. I think that... <laughs> <Dullard>. <laughs> Fucking dollar! I'm gonna call somebody that tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's very good. I I got a whole text thread. Uh, no man, because I Russian writing doesn't look like pictographs, right? Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't. Hieroglyphics and Russian is very different. Exactly. Even if it was Sanskrit, like hieroglyphics are pictures, and if you're gonna reference something to hieroglyphics, you would know at least that. It, whether or not you knew what Russian would look looked like, you would know that hieroglyphics look like pictures. You're saying that, yeah. that to identify hieroglyphics is a very specific thing, and yep. not it can it can't be confused with any of these yeah. other sort of much more. No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. It's a very specific thing. I mean, the only thing I've seen close is like that font wing, Wingdings oh, on yeah. Windows ninety eight. But besides yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. and I, he definitely didn't have Wingdings back then. Yeah, we didn't have Wingdings, man. Yeah, if you would have said, yo, there was some Wingdings on the plane. <laughs> I think somebody typed, uh, can I go to the bathroom in Wingdings on the plane? So. <laughs> Frank, Frank is like, put your seatbelts on. <laughs> so the last thing that I'll, I'll, I'll throw out for us to, to maybe have a little bit of a debate about, because I've long been of the belief that the powers that be are not nearly as smart as I think some uh, you're sort of giving credit to Sutan. I think you and I differ in this way that I don't actually think that they're nearly as smart as we often think they are, but they are very advantageous. And so a part of me thinks that they saw Roswell in this fiasco that took place, be it alien or otherwise, and it worked better in their favor to create conspiracy theory which would eventually lead to like this cultish obsession and then eventually capital than it is to just allow the real version of the story to be left, you know, us to absorb and deal with, if that makes sense. That it's what easier. capital did it lead to? Well, and now, you know, they have yeah. fucking spaceships that they turned into restaurants in this town that otherwise wouldn't have been a thing. It, that's it's, that's that's minimal. On a no, major it's, it's scale. television on a major shows. scale, but it's, I, it's yes, movies. It's a television show. Yeah, it's you a think that the show, government covered it up so we can make TV shows? You think the government covered it up incorrectly so we can make TV shows? About I think that. It? Well, I think what that's, I'm saying is that the that's government. <laughs> well, well, then call me crazy because <laughs> I think... I am right now. I'm calling you a dollar. <laughs> you dollar. <laughs> I think that that it. <laughs> I think that in these situations, they find ways to basically take advantage for the purpose of our government, which is largely making money. I don't know that they need like to be protected. But that stuff isn't the, money for the government. But it is. It's it's all. Come on, baby. It's all circulating. You know how just, money just works. G GDP. Everybody gets a taste. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> so they're just not paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Daddy gets the taste. You got to get a taste, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying that is a that's a lot of that's a lot of foresight for 1947 for them to drop a bum ass story because in 2002 this the WB <laughs> network was gonna have a show based on Roswell. Well, I, I, I think, I think, I think it was in development that whole time. And <laughs> <laughs> Those writers like, need their ass <laughs> They were like, listen, after Steve Harvey's show drops, we got you. Yeah, they were like, we're going to do Steve Harvey's show. Then, then we'll do the Wayans Bros. And then we'll do a spinoff of the Wayans Bros about the white character. And then Roswell. Roswell. Just wait. We'll be right with you. Just, just got to be patient. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think, uh, I think it was too big of a mess for them to try to clean up and they did the best damage control that they could do. Mm. And I, I just feel like there's a lot going on. And I, you know, I, military science and just some folks that I know from the military and conversations that I've had, they don't have to be smart, but their technology is smart as fuck. Mm. And the things that they have access things that they have access to give them advantage well beyond the dude my cousin told me that the iphone stop saying your cousin in the military sense i have to i can't say his name because we've had no, a lot I mean, of conversations just, just say guy. somebody I, told me <laughs> somebody like my cousin told me that uh you gotta um you know that certain technologies have been out in the hands of the militaries almost two decades before we see them on the civilian side. Mm. I.e. an example of that would be the iPhone. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So, like, yeah, there can be a bunch of dummies from wherever, but they have access and control and they have information that they can filter that never gets to us. So while we're thinking we know it all, we probably know like maybe a third of it, maybe if, maybe one sixteenth. Damn. And that's been my experience. Well, then what yeah, the fuck man. are we doing this podcast for? Let's just uh, wait till the military does a podcast about all the stuff we don't <laughs> oh. know. All you think they've once. been podcast. Listen, open your... They've been podcasting for the last 30 years. Whoa. We Thank just you. got yes, it. They have. They've been, they already been doing it where you been, baby. Whoa. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he... <laughs> Yeah, man. All right. This this got you, man. this got too heavy for me. I, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to go take a walk and a, and get a cold glass of water to to reset. We did it. I, think. Oh, I thought you was gonna say Pepsi RC. No, you know? I'll, I'll get some I'll get some Crown Royal. I'll go get some bagged whiskey soon enough. Uh, <laughs> Made out of the freshest rye. Uh, Sutan, could you tell the people yeah. at home where they could find you and what cool shit you have going on? Well, first of all, again, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure Hell and an yeah, honor. Dog. You can find me on Instagram. That's the only place I'll be. I'm not on Twitter or Facebook because it's just too many relationships to have at one time. So I'm on Simon J. Southside at Instagram. And I have a, another project coming out. I can't speak to it yet, but we're in the process of writing it and, uh, Keeping Southside going and being funny, man, and contributing to the overall comedic culture that we need, especially during these times. That's beautiful. Dope. I love that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Lori, yeah. could you tell the people where they can find you what you got going? Uh, July 21st, 23rd, I will be at the DC Improv Lounge. Come fuck with me there. Uh, July 12th through 16th i will be at rumors comedy club in winnipeg manitoba canada and uh oh watch me on the uh, most recent episode uh your show langston pause with sam J. hell yeah yeah watch oh shit 
See? Watch Bory. Oh, he has he has one of our more provocative conversations of the season. Oh yeah. It it truly is maybe one of my favorite arguments that I've ever seen three adults have. Uh, <laughs> please watch pause. It's it's on Fridays at eleven and uh, as always, or ten. I don't know what time it comes on. Fuck you. I don't pay attention. Uh <laughs> I just put it together. You know, I, I do everything I can, and then I walk away yeah. into the sunset right. like David Banner. Absolutely. That said, you that can follow me at Langston Kerman uh, <laughs> on all platforms. And if you want to send us drops, if you want to send us your own conspiracy theories, if you just want to send us hate letters, please send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. Otherwise, we did it. Bye, bitch. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.